In the holy name of Jesus, amen. You probably have heard that when chased by a bear, you actually don't have to outrun the bear, but you simply have to outrun the guy next to you. We have a tendency to compare ourselves to our peers. This past month in the Atlantic Monthly, there was a small little article about measuring up with your peers. And in this article, they described a study that was done at the Harvard School of Public Health, where the faculty, staff, and students were interviewed. And they found out that over half of them would rather live in a world where the medium income was $25,000 and they made $50,000 than live in a world where their salary was $100,000 and the average salary was $200,000. What the article demonstrated was we like it best when we're number one rather than everyone being number one. Now John in the gospel reading, but most likely all 12 of the disciples, had a problem with the new guy on the block. This other exorcist was getting ahead of them in the casting out of demons business. Now, a few chapters ago, in chapter 6, they were on top. They were the only ones who were casting out demons. But by today's reading, there were others And these others were threatening their success. Now, despite their earlier success, in chapter 9, we find out that they're no longer able to cast out demons when they are unable to cast out the one that was persecuting the epileptic boy. And not only that, though, that they were also now to serve those who were behind them. And finally today, they are to be okay and supportive of someone else being number one. Well, rather than celebrating the fact that demons were being cast out in Jesus' name, all they wanted was for the man to get behind them. He was supposed to follow them so they could be first. To put it another way, the disciples loved their status more than God's kingdom expanding. Now, the power of being first, or being right, or being in control is very strong. In this same article in the Atlantic Monthly, economist Richard Easterlin found out that although a country's richer citizens are more happier than its poorer ones, as a country becomes richer overall, their citizens do not proportionally become happier. It's not the actual dollar amount that matters, but the fact that you have more than the guy next to you. And there's actually a name for this sort of behavior. It's called last place aversion. And in a study that looked at last place aversion, people were willing to give up money until they became second to last. Once they became second to last, they stopped giving because they feared being in last place. These people in this category also, too, were the least likely to support a minimum wage hike because they did not want to be part of the last place 
group. And it wasn't related just to money. It was relative to how people saw their appearance, praise from a superior, and their own child's intelligence. The study showed that we would rather be first in a world filled with unintelligent, ugly people who are praised more than others that live in poverty than live in a world that was intelligent, beautiful, talented, and wealthy. However, Jesus doesn't work in that kind of world at all, in the world of comparison or measuring up. Rather, in chapter 9 of the Gospel of Mark, it appears that even though Jesus is first, he is very, very focused on being last. When Jesus bids the disciples today to not stop the other exorcists, he's more concerned with his name being used devoutly and destroying the devil's rule. But those disciples, they're the, they only see their position being regulated down to second place. Now, what they saw as their position, though, wasn't true in the first place. The reality was that they were never in first place because following Jesus always makes him first and everyone second. Jesus isn't concerned with how you compare to others because to compare is a fool's game. Even if you are number one in the world, eventually you will have to stand next to Jesus and measure up to him. And standing next to Jesus will show you who you are. Not perfect, not first, a sinner. Which means then you are in last place. But this is precisely where Jesus is working for you. In spite of being first, Jesus' entire purpose is to lead those who are behind him in the way of God so that they would experience salvation. Last week, Jesus made it clear that his life is one of mercy and service, and for him, he is willing to be last so that we would receive the forgiveness of sins. He will not do anything to cause his little ones to sin, but he will do whatever it takes for them to enter into the kingdom of God, even death. He would rather have his hands and feet pierced than be first. He would rather have his eyes be beaten than be first. Jesus won't let those who don't measure up to him be out of the kingdom of God because he will simply just put his name on them. And once we bear the name of Christ, what goes for him goes for everybody here, for us. It won't matter how you measure up anymore, whether you are first or last, whether it is you or me who shares God's word, because what matters is simply having the name of Christ. Because when you have the name, even an act of giving a cup of water has cosmic ramifications, eternal ramifications. Having that name then means for each of us becoming first in the kingdom of God. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.